bringing you the truth or something like the truth. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. It's time for the fastest growing game show in the world. Take versus take. You've got the bottom line on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Clint Scott, Chris Need, Ben Porman. Keep hitting us up on the Yates Board Center chat line. Thoughts, comments, questions, what's going on for your holidays. Get your uh, Christmas song requests in. Already got a few uh, rolling there on the chat line. Ben has our questions today. DJ Ben on the track, which means Steve and I are going head to head. All right, fellas, today, actually, first time I've asked questions with Sneed here. Uh, Christmas movies, overrated, underrated, erased from existence. Oh. Okay. So you just got to pick one for each? Correct. Okay. You want to go first? Um... Overrated Elf. Underrated Christmas Story. Erased from existence any of the Santa Clauses. (laughs) Any of them. Wow. Pick one, any of them. Wow. All awful. Wow. Uh, I will go... Underrated, I still think Jim Carrey's Grinch does not get high enough praise when you're doing the all-time Christmas movies because it is hilarious for it's a little for, dark. For, for being yeah. It's a little dark. <laughs> it is different and it's it's hilarious as a Christmas movie, but it's also just hilarious as a movie. Yeah. Overrated, a Christmas story. Ooh. The amount of times you play it on TBS we can't be does friends. not change my opinion we on it. We can't be friends. Uh sorry. And then the one that I would completely erase from existence. I don't even really remember the name of it. I think I think it's Eight Crazy Nights. It's the animated Adam Sandler one. It just never stuck with At, me. Wouldn't that be a Hanukkah movie? Oh, sure. <laughs> Whatever. And the reason is just because I was trying to pick one. Would I, I had to scratch my brain to remember what it was called. So if it was gone, would it affect me either way? No. And I also don't think it would affect... Like, if I got rid of a Christmas story, there would be people legitimately upset. I don't want to yeah, do that. Yeah. If you enjoy it, I want you to enjoy it. I don't think people would miss Eight Crazy Nights. I don't even know it existed. Sorry, Sneed. I don't see a Christmas story worthy of being put on 24 hours on two networks. When there mean, could be. To be fair, though, is there a Christmas movie worth it? Because I don't think no, so. No, there's not. But it's a, it's a Sneed family tradition that mm-hmm. we get up, eat breakfast, open Christmas presents. After that, we turn on the mm-hmm. network and we watch it from that point. <laughs> To that point, and again, and that's—I mean, it is—it's it's a family tradition. I want you to enjoy it yeah. and have a great day. I'm just going to be staying away from that. Well, channel. it's fun because you know you might pick it up like with five minutes to go at the end of the movie, <laughs> or you pick it up with five minutes to go, or you pick it up dead in the middle, and you're just like, yeah. we watch to that point again in the middle. <laughs> it's kind of cool to watch how you watch that movie, and it's just my girls at first were like, why are we doing this, and now they kind of look forward to it. Yeah, that's well, a great tradition. Yeah. Again, and I know I'm that that may be grounds for you know execution out there to uh, some, well, and that's I mean, fine. I hope but it's just a for me, that they I just pass on to their families. Yeah. All right, point, so though. Clint up one zero. It's okay. Clint, starting with you first. Artists that haven't made a Christmas album but should. Oh, like Lionel Richie would be mine. Ooh. Oh man. Do you know that he hasn't made one? Come again? Do you know he hasn't made one? Pretty certain. Oh, well, if there's only a way we look, look that up. Um, the obvious answer here that's blaring in every Texas Rangers fan's face is there's not Mary Creedmas out there yet, is there? Scott Stapp and the Elves? Who wouldn't want a Creed version of all their favorite Christmas favorites right now? Give us a little demo. Oh. <laughs> uh, Hey. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Lionel Richie. He's got a Christmas album. That's oh, right. he, does? He, he wasn't up for the point okay. anyway, so that's yeah, I know, okay. But so his answer Lionel Richie, matter. sounds of the season. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm used to the Lionel Richie. I am wrong, then. I think everyone's got one, though. 
That's the problem. Yeah, you that's what. You like I was trying to think of some like rappers. I would. You some know, of them even are dead. DMX has got a Christmas album. Well, does he have an album, or did he just do the cover of? I think Rudolph? he's got. Did he I, do a full? I think he's because that was one like. like I, let's see it here. I know he's got one. I know he's got the Rudolph the Rainbow. Uh, yeah, DMS Christmas Funk it. Like, do the BC <laughs> do the? Well, I for some reason I think the Beastie Boys have a Christmas something. Otherwise, that would be an answer that would be up my alley. I, you know what? I, it, it'd have to be somebody new, new, new. Yeah. And and I just and it's got to be like unique because if you do just like that person's a really good singer. Well, there's yeah. a lot of Christmas albums of people that are just good singers. That's why yeah. I like the Creed route because it's different. I mean, let's just say Morgan Wallen because he probably hasn't had enough time to do one yet. <laughs> Is this throat stuff better or? Well, he, 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 apparently he rocked it in November. Huh. And by the way, did I did I tell you about the Christmas present the girls gave me? I don't think so. Oh. <laughs> we'll tell you about that in a second. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sneed, thank you for correcting me. I appreciate that. It's okay. Uh, I, I would have. Be I believed you, so it's uh, you, you know. I'm, I'm going to say Morgan Wallen because I didn't know Peter Cetera had a Christmas album. Everyone's got a, a Christmas album. Mm -hmm. It's like it's like you, it's like the rite of passage. It's like you get a. You get a song in the top twenty-five or the top forty, boom, Christmas album. You, do you even you don't even have to get the you get any modem of success? Yeah. Like does William Hung, does he have a Christmas well, album? Let's find out. <laughs> <laughs> With the Hung or Hung? Hung? I think it's Hung. Okay, William Hung. Hung for the holidays. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he got See? one. He just got one. Hung for the holidays. <laughs> That's that's the that's the exact point. Yes, everyone has everyone one. has one. You know what? Okay. So. Oh my god! I can't believe it. He's got some. He's seen silver bells. You know, I've got halls. A, I've got a road trip coming up, like a lot of people do. Uh, I think I'm going to sneak this up in the playlist for oh. Christmas music without the wife knowing. Oh my god! Without me hearing. See, I, a, this is a, a hard a one. Note. Because, yeah, <laughs> that's a great got question, one. though. Yeah, it is a great question. Because I mean, oh. you really. I'm just gonna say Morgan Wallen. <laughs> So to sort of celebrate Deck the Wallens. Deck the Wallens. Mary Creed Miss and sorry. And Deck the Wallens. So to celebrate an accolade that one of our favorite teams or this station's favorite teams uh achieved this year, Clint, you win. <sighs> Going for the Christmas broom. Well, and, and Morgan Wallen does have a <laughs> Of course he does. He's got a Christmas song. Morgan Wallen, Tennessee Christmas. <laughs> that gummit. Doing, there wasn't a safe answer out there. Yeah. It was a landmine. <laughs> All right, Sneed. Yeah. Which sporting event <laughs> that doesn't take place on Christmas, but you would like to put it on Christmas, like the Super Bowl, make it Christmas? Mm. Or the NBA Finals? I am. I'm probably the wrong guy to ask this question. I'm, I'm heading for a sweep right here because I am absolutely, totally and completely anti- Sporting events on Christmas Day. The it, there were there were growing up there were two events that happened on Christmas Day sporting wise. One was the Hula Bowl, two was the East West Shrine Game. No, no, it was the the uh, Blue Gray Game, which was basically the uh, mm. the other uh, All Star Game. Those are the only two sporting events that used to take place on uh, on Christmas Day. And then the NBA kind of took it over, and now NFL has just said, "Up, ah, we're in here." <laughs> so. I am not a big fan of uh, of sporting events on Christmas Day because I am a big fan of being with your family on Christmas Day, and those kind of intrude on that. So um, I'm going to go ahead and and, uh, and just lay down my sword right here because I don't want to have any sporting events on Christmas Day. So sweet for you. Well, to, to be fair, I'm in a similar vein here. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't mean that I don't – like if there is a sporting event that is on and it's I'm, – I'm not usually fighting for it. Um, you know, if we're watching a Christmas movie or whatever. Um, but if it's on, I'll, I'll kind of half pay attention to it. So it's got to be something that I don't care if I miss, right? Yeah. Like I, I can't be invested in it, but I also want it to be something that is different than like something I would see out of my normal sporting viewing. So I'm going to select whatever the championship highest class version of Highlight is. Highlight. So I can see just a little bit of it. I'm going to take that. The Highlight Cup. Nice. 
here's your first entrance. Was this uh, Bobby Hot Dogs? Dominic the Donkey. <laughs> I I'd never heard this song I've before. Never heard Ray this Mar, song by the way, either. and I actually legitimately look forward to it coming across my ears. So Sneed, you actually avoid the sweep. Really? Yes. I got a point for that for having no sports. You know, if I had lost that, I would make a bigger, bigger discord over here. But, but still, you know the vibes. Suck it, suck it, suck it. <laughs> nice. I do agree with you, though. I just, I, I, yeah. I, I just, I'm just not a big fan of it. Like, like I said, just growing up, all we had was the, uh, the blue gray mm-hmm. game and the Aloha Bowl. And honestly, like Thanksgiving, you got the Cowboys, and I love that. But I'm like, I would rather it just be the Cowboys game, if I'm being honest. Get rid of the rest of it. It is the bottom line, 100.7, the score. Getting to the point, but taking the scenic route to get there. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7, the score. Keep getting us those Christmas music requests here on a Friday edition of the Bottom Line. Thanks for joining us. Hopefully you have a wonderful holiday weekend in store and if you've uh, already been off well i hope it's been great hope you've been partying it up i've been off since wednesday and i have spent better than an hour almost two hours in my office both days beautiful today and yesterday yeah it's wonderful no it's not good (laughs) what's got chris need ben foreman all right i am ready all right, so this before we hit the sounder, I am ready to be horrified. This was so usually what happens, we both get um the full Kaylee's dailies. If if I'm not gonna be the one who reads, and even then when I am, I try not to. I try to stay away from it, try not to open it. But then we got a second message specifically saying that she could go into more detail about the mating system if we want, which of which I said Please more. I, and I and I when she when I read Kaylee's message and she said it's even a little off for me. I said absolutely. <laughs> I was yes. Like, oh boy. And, and then, then she, she, she sends out a, a gift that says, "Don't say I didn't warn you." All right. So with that being said, I'm ready to be terrified. It's time for Kaylee's dailies. And now someone calls me. <laughs> uh, Clint. Yes, sir. Ben. Christmas Eve is upon us. Mm-hmm. Which means Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer will be leading Santa's sleigh to guide him through the night with his illuminated nose. While our reindeer don't actually have glowing body parts, there is a fish that does. Mm. The deep sea angler fish. Deep sea anglerfish Freaky are things. often found in the darkest part of the ocean, inhabiting depths of up to. Oh, I'm terrible with depths. 20 leagues. 3,000 feet below sea level. How much is a league? I don't know. I can't. I don't remember. <laughs> Someone could tell us. Um, and <laughs> anglerfish are most known for their large, sharp teeth and their protruding spine that hangs above their head that glows and attracts prey mimicking a fish lure that would be easily cast by an angler. Hence the angler fish. This glowing spine has a capsule attached at the end that is filled with bioluminescent plankton. Horse name. God, these dudes, these dudes are ugly. We they're just that. they're just ugly. Well, you missed the bioluminescent plankton as a horse name. Sorry. Only female <laughs> angler fish possess this glowing spine which they oh. use to attract males. And and the mate, and it, it, at at this point, Kaylee says, "I can tell you more about the way they attract mates, but then it's a little off, so I'll leave it up to you." To which Clint, like a like a five year old, said, "Yes, please, yes, please, more, more, yes, more, more." And she says, "I didn't say I didn't warn you." So <laughs> she says, "After a female anglerfish has lured a male anglerfish, the male will use his teeth to attach himself permanently." Permanently. She's bites As in forever. Forever? And ever is a long time. Over forever, time. Forever, ever? 
forever, ever. Oh, watch this. Over time, the female anglerfish will absorb the attached male until all that is left of him is the male reproductive organs, which she uses to fertilize the eggs. Wow. Dude, you're getting used, man. Dude, you are getting used in that relationship, that male is, anglerfish. That is awful. I mean... Oh, man, there's there are so many things to say. I'm not going to say any of them for fear of FCC violations. She wants you for one thing and one thing only, male anglerfish. <laughs> she don't care about you. Attach himself permanently. I thought at first I was like, oh, poor female anglerfish. They're just getting no. bit forever. Man. Getting skewered. Talk about Black Widow, man. Oh, God, man. Dang. That's first rough. she mates, then she kills and the slow kill. It is. It's not even like a praying mantis. It's just like. He just rips the head off, right? Yeah. God, what a beat down. Mm. 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 The <laughs> anglerfish. The anglerfish. All right. Well, you got to have more anglerfish somehow. That's what we've always I said. mean, and this is what Kaylee says. You know what? This will be a nice a nice thing for us to go into the holidays with. <laughs> <laughs> fish absorbing oh, other wonderful. fish. Wonderful. Mm. Mm. Uh, we got this on the Yates Flooring Center chat line in answer to the uh, second take versus take question from Bullfighter. He wants a Tim the Toolman Taylor album of him just <laughs> Christmas time. Yeah. Uh, wow, Clint. Yeah. How dare you disrespect the Sneed traditions? <laughs> I'm just, you know, like I said, you. You're not disrespecting it. Wasn't. You know what? It's just I, not it's, for me. It's just, you know what? There's nothing wrong with anyone. It's something that our family does. And you know, I think I think everyone every family has that quirky, stupid thing that they do. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Ours we well, we don't have anything just super, super quirky that is just specifically to Christmas. It's just like things that happen when we get together regardless, but it just happens to usually be around the holiday. You know, my 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 wife's family has uh they all do Christmas on Christmas Eve, mm -hmm. period. And they usually have 20, 25 people show up to one person's house and they just shove all the, the presents under the tree and they pass them all out and then you just get to open in presidents. And mm -hmm. and it is it is a free-for-all. And mm -hmm. no one ever gets to see anyone open anything. It's crazy. One year, one year I came home with a gift that I'm certain wasn't mine. And I'm sure that... Uh, Somebody went home with something that was mine, and it's too late. It is it's one of those deals. It's too late. What like, are you gonna do? And and who gave it to you? You don't know because that person wasn't sitting there watching you open it. Mm -hmm. I mean, and you just you get random weird gifts. Mm -hmm. Crazy. Uh, this on the Yates Flooring Center chat line six punt the ball. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Six, punt the ball. <laughs> Five, you're throwing off your back foot. <laughs> I can't believe that. Enti mm. Sonny Cumbie's entire entire year as quarterback. You remember the year that they went and won the Holiday Bowl over Aaron Rodgers? The entire fan base complained that he kept throwing off his back foot. Why? Because one guy in the market at the time said, I think he throws off his back foot. Mm -hmm. And that became the mantra for every Texas Tech fan. He's throwing off his back foot. <laughs> Threw off my groove. Really? What does that even look like? Do you know what that looks like? <laughs> uh, this this from Michael. Here you go. On the first day of Christmas, Texas Tech gave to me one Super Bowl MVP. Perfect. Um, I'm I'm now promising to come back to you next. You've week. got material, man. I'm, I'm I'm now coming back to you next week with a uh, with a Texas Tech twelve days of Christmas that we will unveil. I'll do it, please. On, on Tuesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday. He also said on the second day of Christmas, uh, Chris Beard leaving crying. Nah. Mm. Where now? Here's the thing: it's probably gonna, it's probably gonna poke some fun, and it's probably gonna make some people mad. But I'm gonna do it anyway. I like playing pit, and I like to get one each of all the commodities and watch everyone else going crazy it trying is, to corner the market. It is. You know, this this texture and me are of the same ilk because I love to do the same thing. You just try to, if you just, if you get everything, no one can win. 
<laughs> so as someone who is not does not know this game at all, basically, it's sounding like something that I would enjoy. You, yeah, it's a loud game, and it, and it's you all get there, you ring the bell. There's always different, you know, corn, wheat, flour, flax, you know, mm-hmm. and all kind of different um, uh, commodities, and you have to game all the cards. While you sit there and you say, "I'm trading two, I'm trading two. Mm-hmm. and you and you get someone to give you two cards, and now you give them two cards, and and you're trying to corner the market on something, trying to get mm-hmm. all the corn. Getting all the corn. Yeah. Okay. And then you go, boom, corner on the corn. Okay. Yeah, ours are all just violent-based games, apparently. But we'll do that. We'll do, uh, you know, some left, center, right. You know, we'll we'll start with some money, and we'll... That always that always makes somebody mad. <laughs> uh, taking the trip across Texas, not the four-lane route. Okay. You got, yeah, they, there's, there's benefits to both, you know, and mm-hmm. I've... I've done it both ways. I prefer to take the trip across Texas. It's a little shorter, but you see all those little towns. Christmas request, bottom line edition, rolling along with Sneed. Have yeah. a Merry Christmas, dude. I'm going to be on the road here soon. Yeah. I I guess I won't see you for on my end for a while. Notre Dame, our mother. Pray for us. Yeah. <laughs> Watched Rudy yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> we will. Uh, Merry Xmas, y'all. Bringing you the truth, or something like the truth. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. It is the Bottom Line. You've got us on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Thank you so much for joining us. Hopefully you have a happy, joyous holiday weekend ahead of you. Uh, you can hit us up on the Yates Flooring Center chat line, thoughts, comments, questions, all of that welcome there. Uh, we got this as a question for uh, Jamie Lint. What is the hardest gift to find this year, Jamie? I said offensive lineman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Although, although you've gotten a pretty good handful of them between the uh, portal and coming in no. as recruits. Okay. Hopefully, hopefully it works. But hopefully, yes. Hopefully. Uh, Ghost of the Southwest Conference wants I want a hippopotamus for Christmas by mm-hmm. Gayla Peavy. Also said Merry Christmas and guns up, guys. Merry Christmas to you as well. Mm-hmm. Thank you for the uh, text. Um, I'm going to wear jeans to bed and then tell my wife, Jamie convinced me to wear them. See what you did. Denim dreams for everybody. Denim dreams. <laughs> uh, this on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Yeah, they're from Florida. They can dodge lightning. Okies can't. No, they can't. Certainly not on that day. What can Okies dodge? Uh... Deer. I was gonna. No, they probably hit them. Free I, food. I was gonna go with clippers near the back of their head. <laughs> I what just, you doing? Watch that. <laughs> my mullet. I mean, when I think mullet, I think Oklahoma. That's yeah. I think that's a great. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a great leader. Mike the Gundy probably the has something to do with that. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah. he's not just Gundy, but yeah, he's definitely like the uh, spokesperson for it. Mm-hmm. Right when you put in the Oklahoma mullet, he's the popular face for it. It's like Billy Ray Cyrus. Was he an Okie? He had a mullet. No clue. And wasn't that his song, his Okie Brokey Heart? That's what it was, Clint. Was that, was that it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is from uh, Tennessee Raider. I saw a little crouton slapping the fuzz. In his natural habitat last night. I wanted to say hi, but I thought better of interrupting his therapy session and getting a racket upside my head. Probably a good call. Uh, Um, I'm a little shocked to see that he's already joined the three-stripe army. There's a lot lot of layers in that. Yes, I'm very sad that he did not say hi. um, Because I would have loved to have met him. Mm -hmm. Um, I was working with the daughter, and so uh, I probably needed a break from that. Well, you were probably screaming the whole time, so I see why he was afraid. Yelling at her. Uh-huh. Um, and um, as far as the three-stripe three army goes, Under Armour does not make tennis shoes. And so I've tried just about everything. The uh, the Adidas are the most comfortable tennis shoes that I can find. So, uh, And I don't go mismatch. So since I have Adidas tennis shoes, I 
have Adidas t-shirts to wear. So. Really what you're saying, you know, despite maybe the popular opinion, it's going to be an easy transition for you uh, into the full Adidas lineup, right? Just easy you transition, bathe, bathe easy transi transition, yes, but nothing about full was said. Full Adidas? Yeah. When I am not with the Tech baseball team or playing tennis, I would imagine I will still be full on Under Armour. Okay. And you can... Put that in writing, buddy, pal. What about in typing? Oh, I do have a piece of paper over here. Yeah. Do it in cursive. <laughs> Just connect all the... Uh... I'm going to have to use a marker here. Uh, I better make sure I don't writing. write on the uh, table. He's really writing it down. What did you say word for word? <laughs> I forgot. Uh, Just going to write down put that in writing. Is that good? <laughs> That in. <laughs> Take that, Adidas. Put that in writing. Here you go. Yep. Uh, well, good. I'm glad that won't be an issue for you. I have really enjoyed people's concern for you as soon as you I You would be shocked fruition. at how many times I've been answered that question. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Gonna, how are you going to handle that? You're just going to burn your entire wardrobe? I appreciate, I appreciate people being worried about me. Yeah. Uh, let's go to a question of the day. Time now for Jamie's question of the day. Brought to you by someone not named Jamie. That's me. I have your question of the day. I'm going to give you guys some time real quick to go to Texas Tech men's basketball's remaining schedule, uh, which is two non-cons and then the Big 12 in its entirety, uh, which is perfect because I'm going to give you a Christmas list style question. Okay. And I plain and simply want to know the three, if you can lock in, rest of the way out, lock in three wins. Does not matter who, who are you taking? And on some, you can even take them twice. Okay, in that case, I'll take Kansas, all three. Well, you see him. I will take Kansas once, once and Texas twice. Okay. Pretty simple. Yeah, give me give me a couple of beatdowns of the horns, and uh, a heartbreaking loss for the Jayhawks that leaves their fans speechless. And that <laughs> speechless, that won't happen. <laughs> the speechless part, or It'll the just be louder <laughs> in the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, and those would be great wins. Those, those would be, be the, those would be terrific yeah. resume wins. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, Ben, give me Baylor once and Oklahoma State twice. Which one for Baylor? Uh, to wrap out the year on March 9th at home. Okay. Oklahoma State one. I mean, not to just knock on that. Feels like you have you should beat them anyways. You should. You should. Um, I think I'm going to... I actually could have taken Texas three times and said, oh, I want to beat him in the Big 12 tournament. That too. would be really funny. That or <laughs> Iowa State once. Um, mm -hmm. I think I, I go the game at Houston because that would be a resume win. Fantastic. Win. That That is a Big 12 contender. Mm -hmm. Um. I think that I do agree. I, I was deciding between at Baylor and Kansas. I think Kansas is is just the one. I think even though I was going to go all road games because it doesn't mean that you can't win the other ones. But sure, uh, I think the Kansas one is it should be in there. Uh, and then I'll go at Texas because although I'm not just sold on you in the Big Twelve just yet, I think you have things to prove. I'm not. I think you're going to play much better at home this year, um, or at least you have a better chance. So I'm going. Yeah, I'm going road game at Houston. I think that might be your toughest game on the schedule because I just think from an opponent standpoint, and I'm not saying Houston has this great environment, um, but I think Houston might and might end up being the best team in the Big 12. They're at least in the three-headed monster right. of what it seems. And Kansas is at home. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. but yeah. So I'll I'll go uh, at Texas. I'll go at Houston, and then I'll yeah. I think Kansas is the good answer to leave them speechless. To leave them speechless. As they say. They say. 
<laughs> I'm looking forward to more Twitter wars. That was really fun last year. And that was on a that'll be on a Monday night against Kansas. Yeah. So Monday night basketball. Five man basketball on a Monday night. It's five on five. All right. Sorry. What do you think like they ever suggest it? Like they don't you don't if you don't like feel good about your depth or whatever, like, hey, do you not feel good about your depth either? You wanna play fours? <laughs> no? Okay. Can't do no. that? Oh, all right. Rules against it. Well you could. That's true. Yeah. Well, it'd be weird though, like, because usually you do that because everyone's in foul trouble and there's injuries and you only have four available well, you players. You don't do it if they're in point. foul trouble. You do it if or they're fouled out. If they have gone through the foul troubles and they're fouled out. They've expired. They're foul dead. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. <laughs> Cold ice cream. Uh, <laughs> but I guess there's nothing stopping you if you really were like, you know what? We're better with four than we are without you on the court. So. I don't know why we have you here. You're basically a mascot. That's what you are. Congratulations. Goodness. Seems unfortunate. Yeah. How'd they end up on the roster? Probably heard a player's confidence. Yeah, NIO helps. Oh, yeah. A little bit. Definitely does. Mm -hmm. Could you imagine owning a hippopotamus? That just seems, I mean, I, I guess Kronk's close to that, but I mean, that just seems like a nightmare. The budget, the space needed, and they, I mean, they're more dangerous than crocodiles and sharks. It's crazy. See, see, like, the horror stories of, like, the tigers that turn on their owners or, like, a chimpanzee ripping people's noses off? Well, a hippopotamus, it turns on you. You're done. You've also fouled out of life. It's the bottom line on 100.7 The Score. Bringing you the truth, or something like the truth. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. I'm Clint Scott, Jamie Lent, Ben Foreman. It is time for Tell Me I'm Wrong. Sorry, no opportunity. I mean, you can tell me I'm wrong in other things, but in this specific part of the show, we get the chance to tell Jamie he's wrong. I wanted to go tech basketball today mm-hmm. just because I feel like it's time we start focusing on them a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, you're about, you're already in certainly full swing in the season, but you're about to be in the thick of conference play. I'm really, I'm really in a tough spot with our Red Raider basketball team. I like them so much more than I like last year's team. Mm-hmm. So much more. And I think Coach McCaslin deserves, uh, Plenty of credit for that, okay, for, in a lot of different ways. But I'm also, I feel like I've been handling them with kid gloves a little bit and trying to be, because I like them, I feel myself like wanting to be positive. Sure. And I feel like I'm not being honest. So I'm going to tell you right now that it is more likely that Texas Tech does not make the NCAA tournament than it is that they make the NCAA tournament. Oh. Do you have a percentage, like percentage likelihood to make the tournament for mm-hmm. you? 51 49. Okay, so I mean it's close. I'm, I'm, yeah, I've, I started the season saying they were on the bubble. I went a few weeks saying they were on the good side of the bubble, and right now I feel like they're on the bad side of the bubble. I, I, uh, I'm not going to tell you you're wrong, um, but I, at the same time, I think. And this this is what puts importance on these games. I, I think that there's a handful of teams in the Big 12 saying that right now. Like, has anyone been watching what Kansas State's been doing? Because it hasn't been pleasant. Like, that is it. Because I'm looking at teams in the Big 12 that I think are anywhere from, like, 7th to 11th when it's all said and done. Like, you're, you're not going to have to worry about West Virginia making the tournament. You're not going to have to worry about Oklahoma State making the tournament. You're not going to have to worry about UCF 
making the tournament once you get through Big 12 play. So right now, Cincinnati feels like they're in this boat. Kansas State feels like they're in this boat. I think TCU. The boat of bubble boat? The bubble boat. It's close to a high school nickname. Uh, The TCU uh, squad, I think that they're in that bubble boat. You are, (laughs) it's fun to say. I say it not just all aboard the bubble boat. Uh, <laughs> what have you done? But yeah, I and 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 so as far as that bubble go, bubble, bubble boat goes. He's gonna before this is all said and done. He's he's gonna say the high school nickname. <laughs> no, I was making like a bubble butt joke. That's what that's the that's joke. what I assumed your okay, nickname was. was. Oh, okay, just, yeah, it was just just a little joke. So the question is, when you face. TCU, when you face Kansas State, I think as important as it is to kind of sweep out the West Virginias and Oklahoma States and UCFs on your schedule, I think it's equally important to have a positive record when you face those middling Big 12 schools. Because just like for you, it's going to be tough for them to get Baylors and Houstons, and especially if they have any of those guys twice, to get them twice. And then, like, can you sneak a home game win against Baylor come into town or or Texas who I don't think is just impenetrable or like an an Iowa State like th- things like that what what can you do in those middle section games that's going to make the difference and I think you can have a winning record against those but can and actually doing that are clearly two separate Different conversations games. so I'm not going to tell you you're wrong cuz right now it feels like you are if you have a night where you have a couple of guys who just aren't shooting the ball very well, I'm not sure you're going to be able to do enough defensively. If you run into a team that their strength maybe is the bigs, I'm certainly concerned with that matchup for you. Or foul trouble. I mean, just you, you, you had six, I mean, you had eight guys play, but you had six guys with serious minutes, and mm-hmm. and you're not the first team to do that, right? But it's certainly something else that you have to overcome throughout the season and through a grueling Big 12 schedule. Yep, I would agree. So I'm not going to say you're wrong, but I, it helped when you said 51-49 and it wasn't like 80-20. Yeah, no. Because no. I think that would have been too much. So, okay, yeah, fine. I'm not going to say you're wrong either. I had similar expectations as far as the tournament goes. They're either right on the bubble, or they're just shy of it. I'll tell you where I went wrong, though. I said, I don't think there's any player on this roster that's capable of scoring 15 points or more. But (laughs) I was proven wrong. Thank God. Yeah, Toussaint's doing that on the reg right now. And and, uh, Popeye's... You you knew Pop could do that coming in. yeah. Yeah. I still don't feel like Pop is playing great right now. I know he's got a lot of... A lot of things going on that probably affect his game, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, just not not shooting the ball great right now. Two for nine yesterday beyond the arc. Yeah, yeah. looks like to me it looks like he's pressing a little bit. And still, I mean, no, you can say you can go one on one hand. Well, yeah, he's taking a high volume of shots, but I still think he needs to be that guy for you. But p- p- part of it goes into you still need to be smart with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's been some games where he's missed some shots and I haven't just hated his shot selection. And no, then there's been others the other way. I agree. Um, and may- maybe you can look at it. Certainly it's a negative right now, but maybe it'll turn into a positive if he turns it on. Right. Because mm-hmm. if he does that, that brings you to a whole nother level. <clears throat> and one thing that's, that is uh, good about this team compared to last is the offense just has so much more capability. Sure. You have so many more natural scores. And also it does feel like it's not a lot of, Hey, it's me basketball. Like there is, there is team basketball there. I think at times a transition game has been there. Yeah. As I said before, I I like watching this team so much more than last year's team. And you could see the chem, excuse me, the chemistry is way better. But uh, does this team have faults? I mean, yeah, absolutely. And and, I just worry about the depth inside when you're talking, you're talking about big 12 teams that are going to, have a more formidable front front court. Yeah, and, and so then it turns into can you like in that situation it immediately goes in. Can you just flat out at outscore teams if you're not going to be able to, you know, defend the post or maybe have as much success rebounding things like that and finding such second chance opportunities? Um, 
And and I think the, the, the good thing is I think you have the capability to do that because you have guys that can shoot and guys that can run. Mm-hmm. Now, that the problem is is you haven't seen it consistently and you haven't even seen it, to, to me, consistently in a full game. Like take the, yesterday's matchup where you just eh, kind of want-wand your way through the second half because it felt like you were going to beat them to me. Want-wand your way. Yeah. Sort of felt like you were just really getting mucky. Yeah. Had had a little bit of trouble. When you're mucky, they usually kick you off the bubble boat. <laughs> yeah. Gets things dirty. Mm-hmm. I got away. I hadn't thought about it. <laughs> you know what I've always wanted to do? But I don't think I'd be good at it. I don't know if I wanted to hear this answer. Have you ever seen those like person-sized hamster balls that get inflated? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yes. And you like are running with your hands and with your feet? Yes, I would also like to put choice in one and just... Punt it. <laughs> push him down a hill. <laughs> yeah, Cap Rock Canyon, here we come. <laughs> hey, Choice, you want to go on a hike? What do you have that giant backpack? No <laughs> Is that a hand pump? Huh, yeah. yeah, it's going to help you walk faster. In case our tires walk less. go flat, I have a bike or a car. Well, yeah. We'll see what happens. Can never be too prepared. That's what I always say. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I've always wanted to do that. But it and seems I, I also don't think I'd be very good at it, though. Like, I'm going to fall a lot. How did we get there? You said bubble boat, and I was trying to think of what a bubble boat would look like, and the closest oh, thing I could like think of is ball. a bubble ball. It makes total sense, Clint. Different nickname. Uh, it is the bottom line, 100.7 the score and 107thescore.com. Clint Scott, Jamie Lint, Ben Foreman. Just 30 more minutes with us when we come back, but uh, still some time to get in your Christmas song requests. Not too much time, you know, limited bumper intro outro opportunity there for you. We'll have the Gasparilla Bowl tonight, UCF in Georgia Tech. That will start at 5.30 on Double T 97.3. A lot of gold on that field. Yep. More next on 100.7 The Score. Getting to the point, but taking the scenic route to get there. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. It is the Bottom Line, 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Clint Scott, Jamie Lint, Ben Porman. It's time for the most interesting fact of the day, brought to you by Dosakis. At 3 o'clock, it is Tech Talk over on Double T 97.3. They will... Have the Gasparilla Bowl, 5.30, so two-and-a-half-hour tech talk today. UCF and Georgia Tech squaring off. Let's go. I'm rooting for UCF. I think, Yeah, I think I am, too. I don't always root for other Big 12 teams. As a matter of fact, I usually root against them. I. Uh, it just depends. It just depends. And honestly, um, it's one where I think I have found myself rooting for UCF. But if they lose, I'm not going to be throwing a fit. I'm like, how could you do this to the Big 12, Knights? Yeah, not going to do that. That's it. Back to the other conference. Um, Jamie, did you know the color mauve was discovered by accident? A chemist. Do you know what color mauve is? Isn't it, um, it's a guess, uh, but I feel like in my mind I have a, a softened version of like, um, pinkish purple. To the judges? They say you pass. Okay. Uh, I can't. Okay, thank you, judges. All right! Woo! Thank you, judges! They say you're welcome. And a little quicker next time in the uh, gratitude department would go a long ways. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Just kidding. A chemist saw a purplish magenta color. Close enough. Yeah, no. um, When he was trying to make a medicine to treat malaria in 1856 and realized it would be a great dye. And then came up with the word mauve. Mauve. Somewhere in there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 
Jamie, do you know that the legal definition of an infant isn't just a baby? It's anyone under 18. That doesn't seem real. Did not know that. Yeah. So I'm glad I, I'm anyone officially not an infant. Anyone under 18 yeah. is an infant. Mm -hmm. I would have said like... Under the age of two, probably. That's usually what I... Like, if someone's saying, this is my Except, infant, yeah, like, and they're, like, five years old, or, like, I'm dropping my infant off at kindergarten, I'm like, well, yeah. that child is either not yeah. ready for kindergarten, yeah. or you have some attachment issues. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see. Get you uh, one more. Uh, you know how bubblegum was invented? It was made as a glue sort of substance to stick things together, but they decided that it was tasty. Yeah, I mean, it's not like way far off. Okay. Um, it was invented in Philadelphia 95 years ago. To throw at Eagles games. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> By a 23-year-old candy accountant. If you're going to be an accountant, why not be a candy, candy accountant? Candy accountant, yes. Walter Deemer. He was messing around in the... Fa <laughs> I would do this. If I, if I was a candy accountant, I would not do much accounting. And not just because of my lack of accounting skills. I would be doing this It'd as be well. a lot of uh, uh, eating. Yeah, he was messing around in the factory... When he created a mixture that allowed him to blow a bubble, pop it, and clean up the mess fairly easily, uh, it started out as a gross gray color, so they dyed it pink. That makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and last but not least, the Eiffel Tower has been repainted how many times? Seven. Nearly 20, which seems like they could just say 19. Because mm -hmm. it's either 20 or it isn't. Nearly 20 times, it's been shades of red, yellow, brown, and gray, but has never been painted black. Okay. Which I think is interesting, because if you see it in a cartoon or someone does draw it, I'm not really drawing it in the yellow color there. It's <laughs> probably a painful sight to see uh jo what's the craziest wildlife encounter you've ever had on the trail um <clears throat> bear come across a bear who was in the middle of the trail that i uh, was with the family at the time we escaped harm there i uh, was walking down a trail once at big bend and i mean the largest rattlesnake i've ever seen like flopped out into the trail it was uh catching just in the middle of catching a rabbit oh yeah and uh it was the trail was super thin and there was weeds high high weeds and it just kind of i heard a rustle and all of a sudden that it was i mean seriously within like three feet from me and it was felt like it was massive to me so when you say because they bite mm -hmm. um put venom yep. in their victim like was it eating it or or had it just bitten it? I think it had just bitten it, and the rabbit was fighting just a little bit, and so it was rustling, and kind of half of it flopped you out. You start rooting for the rabbit? I started rooting for to be in my, back in my car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then there, more than once I've um, been fairly certain what I was hearing and catching glimpses of was a mountain lion kind of. I don't think "Hey Cat" really works with the mountain lion. Yeah, no, I think it, it just scare kind of. Them off. My favorite, like you've uh, always, you've always, you always told that mountain lions will never attack if there's two, two people. Mm -hmm. Supposedly, never attack if there's two people. Now the problem is I hike alone a lot, <laughs> and so I just, again, I can't be one hundred percent certain, but pretty certain. So, like, very mountain lion esque area, uh -huh. and hearing the noises, and then they stop, and then. Catching a glimpse of something. I mean, like, did I just see what I thought I saw? I mean, you don't usually see them coming. Right. Yeah. So. So in those instances, you uh, 
you are on high alert and then you try to get out of there. So their version of the hay bear or hay cat thing, if you're by yourself, they would actually be like, well, George, did you did you catch the game last weekend? Oh, yeah, I sure did. Boy, Humdinger from Minnesota. Yes, both of us here watched the game. Yeah, all two of us here watched the game. And so, like, you trick him. Like, oh, I didn't. I thought there was just one. So maybe there's two. You're such a dick. I mean, I mean, I don't want to be a third wheel on this thing. I'm not going to be a cougar who's a third wheel. I'm not that hungry. So, <laughs> at what point did you decide that mountain lion have no eyes? <clears throat> I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think my split personality would help either. Well, maybe he's like, well, I'm not going to eat him. He's going to taste funny. I know. He's it. weird. <laughs> talks too much what if he talks to me that way yeah yeah uh this <laughs> yeah this is what i'm talking about this bugs me very much uh my child is 120 months old <laughs> 120 months. like once you get to a year old you can say a year old yeah 12 months does not make it fancier 13 months or 18 months yeah yeah here you go Perfect, Tyler. Jamie needs to carry a puppet when he hikes alone so he can scare mountain lions away. Oh, man. Every time it happens, it's like uh, like the greatest rush ever, right? When you come across something that scares you. Yeah, it sounds real fun. Obviously, you're scared and Uh you get yourself out of the situation. And then when you get feel like you're safe again, it's like, wow, that was cool. It's like the type of rush. I, I actively look for stay off the grass signs and then just like put a foot on there and like, okay. I've never felt more alive. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then you get in the car or whatever and you call a loved one. And they're like, you did what? You saw what? <laughs> yes, it was awesome. Please get home. Unless you're going to talk to yourself some more. <laughs> Leave that in the woods. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hey, that'll do it for us. Everybody, have a wonderful holiday weekend. Have a great Christmas. Uh, We will see you again on Tuesday of next week. Uh, Enjoy all of the bowl games. Got a bunch tomorrow. Uh, One tonight, again, the Gasparilla Bowl. Tune over to Double T97.3 for Tech Talk. Thanks to Ben. Thanks to Sneed. uh, Thanks to both Jamie Lentz on the trail. Just to keep the mountain lions away. Have a great, like great, I asked for. What? Don't eat me like I asked. This has been the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Go to 100-7thescore.com for more from the Double T Sports Network.